Kids are pretty smart, often smarter than we give them credit for. Take in point, a kid who might be playing on their iPad, maybe watching a video on uh, YouTube, and they see a, an ad during one of the videos for a game. They think the game is pretty cool, they click on it, next thing you know it's downloaded on the app and they're playing it. You walk past them while they're playing with their iPad and you notice they're playing this game that uh, is, let's say, shooting other people. Now, if your kid is at the right age that that's appropriate for, it, no big deal. If your kid's six, seven, maybe eight years old, you might think, hey, that's not so cool. That's when you realize it's time to lock down your iPhone or your iPads that your kids are using. And that's what this episode is all about. So stay tuned as we go through how to lock down the iOS and iPadOS app store and control or have some control over what your kids can and can't see and can and can't download. That's all here on episode two, Growing Up With Tech. In my case, as the father of two boys, when they were toddlers and had some access to an iPad, I took on the role personally of finding those age-appropriate apps and games for them to play with. At such an, a young age, they were not expected to know how to purchase an app or how to find apps and games or how to even know if the app is appropriate or not. But as my kids got older and were able to find these games and, and different apps for their devices or they had their friends tell them about some cool game they were playing, you know, as the Spider-Man quote goes, with great power comes great responsibility. My kids who are now over the age of 10 regularly look for games to play. They sometimes see these games on YouTube videos. Maybe they're introduced to them by friends or they, you know, see an ad for a game somewhere, maybe even in another game. The issue is that some of these games are not appropriate for them. Some may be too violent or the concept of the game or the language used in the game may not be what you deem as acceptable. And that's all your decision to make as a parent. While I'd like to trust my kids to make smart choices, they are still at that age where I feel they need to be guided. And sometimes they have to hear the words that, you know, they don't really want to hear words like no, or when you're a bit older in my house, we're an all Apple house, meaning that it's all Apple products, iPhones, iPads, Mac computers. When I was a kid, I grew up with a Mac computer. I've been an, an Apple fanboy for most of my life, and I've introduced only Apple devices to my kids. So I'm not going to cover Android options in this episode. I'm pretty sure there's lots of similar um, tools. I know that they're not to the same degree as Apple because Apple is pretty locked down in a lot of stuff. Um, so I, I don't have that much experience with Android products. So I'm not going to cover that here, but... I am going to cover parental controls for iOS and iPadOS today with regards to the App Store. I'll probably cover some other safety um, or setup options in other episodes, but today is going to be all about the App Store and parental controls. You may know about them. You may be at that stage where your kids are just very young and you, you don't need to worry about them yet, but at least I wanted to talk about it so you can know how to monitor what your kids are doing um, and what apps they, they want to get to. And when you're at that stage, you'll know what to do. 
So first of all, how does this all work? These parental controls, they're known as privacy restrictions on iOS and iPadOS. What can you really restrict with these controls? Well, let's first look at what things there are options for. And it's everything from um, restricting certain types of apps, content types, and and the ratings on the apps. Um, you can you can even control uh, functions like deleting apps, or not only just adding apps, but also the ability to delete them. Um, privacy settings, cellular data usage, the amount of time um, your kids can use a certain app or even their entire device. Again, I'm not going to cover all of those today, um, but I wanted to give you an understanding of the the amount of control that you really have on these Apple devices, on iOS, on, on phones and iPads. You as the parent get to set up the controls and secure the access that your kids have. Now, this is done with a password on your own device. And what I did with my kids was I set up what's called family sharing. And that allowed me as the parent to kind of control their experience and control what they're able to do on their own devices. And these are settings that I can also change at any time. So uh, with one of my kids, it's more, it's actually more locked down than, than the other. And as they grow and as they learn to become more responsible with these things, I can adjust the settings and, and loosen them up if I want to, or Hey, if they're not behaving one day, I can lock something down. That's the freedom you have. So what I wanted to do is walk you through how to get some of these things set up. Now, it might be a little bit confusing to follow on um, the podcast, but we'll, we'll try to go through it. So the first thing that you need to get set up is what's called family sharing. Now, you do this by going first to the settings app. And at the very top of the app, you'll see your name. And right below your name in smaller print, you'll see it says, Apple ID, iCloud, iTunes, and App Store. So you want to click on that. It'll open a new screen and it'll show you a bunch of options when you're on that. As you scroll down a little bit, you'll see iCloud, iTunes, and App Store, Find Mine. Right below there is Family Sharing. If you don't have that set up, what you want to do first is set that up. So if you click on Family Sharing, you'll see um, your name is, is at the top and you can add a family member. So in my case, I have each of my two kids set up there. So if you click on add a family member, it will give you a couple options. First thing that you'll see is how you can invite them. So if they already have an account, you can kind of add them in. Or if they don't even have an Apple account yet, this is where you would go in and create a child. Click on create a child account there. And the first thing you're going to be asked to do is enter in um, their birth date. And that has to do with knowing the age for certain apps and things like that. So it's important to set their, their actual age there. Apple's not going to share this information with anybody else. So it's, it's just there for these restrictions. So you want to enter in their birth date, agree to the Apple terms on the next screen. It's going to send you a verification code to your email address. Again, this is just the hoops that Apple's making you jump through to make sure that you are the parent, that you have access and control to do this for these other accounts. So once you, you enter in that verification ID, you can enter in their name and set up an Apple ID email address, which also means your kids will now have their own email address with Apple and for their devices that they can use for messaging and other things as well. 
Once you have your individual account set up for your kids and have family sharing set up, controlling settings per child is pretty easy. First, let's just do an overview of this family sharing tab here. So what you can see on this main screen is you can adjust a couple things initially, such as purchase sharing. Now, purchase sharing means that if you buy an app on one device, is it going to be shared across all other devices? So I have these set as off because I know my kids want to do their own individual thing. Um, there's a few things that I have turned on. Location sharing I have turned on because I want to make sure that I know where their devices are. I don't want, you know, I don't trust that they're not going to lose it. They haven't yet, but in case I need to find where's their phone or an iPad or something like that, I want to leave that on and I want to have control of that. Um, screen time, I actually have that on. I haven't really ever used it, but I do have it on in case there's a time where let's say after 10 PM or a certain time, if I wanted to shut down apps or shut down YouTube or shut down something, I have that control. Again, we'll go into this in a later episode, but these are the kinds of things you can do. The one other thing that I have on is iCloud storage. Now iCloud storage, if you don't know, is is basically Apple's cloud storage, kind of like Google Cloud or, or Dropbox is where all your files and your device backups sit. Now, instead of allowing my kids to have their own backup and, um, you know, they're at a young age, so I'm not expecting that they're going to know how to make sure their pictures are backed up or things like that. So I have that grouped with my account and that way I can actually control um, and store their information and make sure it's all there. So that's just generally an overall of, of the family setup in, in that you have control over. But if we wanted to jump a little bit deeper, we can go into how to turn on control of apps and other things. For both my kids, I have it set up that any purchases from the iTunes store, which are purchases of apps or games, must be approved by me. Now, what this means is that they can still on their device, go in, go to the app store, find a game they want, and actually go through the process to say, hey, yes, I want to purchase this app. Instead of it actually being downloaded to their device, what happens is a little pop-up comes and says, would you like to request permission to download this? And they see that on their device, they click yes, and then I get a notification on my phone that says, hey, your kid would like to download this app. Would you approve yes or no? And then I have the choice to say yes or no. If I say no, it doesn't get downloaded. If I say yes, then it gets downloaded on their device. So the only drawback of this is that every time they want to make a purchase, I get a notification and I usually get a couple messages from them saying, hey, hey, dad, I, I purchased a game. Please come on, give me the game. So that's the only annoying side of things. But the amount of times there have been uh, an app or something that's kind of questionable or I just, you know, feel isn't isn't acceptable for them. I think that makes up for that annoyance. That setting you set up by clicking on their name in at the top of the family sharing section, and then you'll see a toggle that says ask to buy and you make sure that's on. So another way to further control what they see and can request on their own devices can be found in another section in settings. So let's go back to the main settings page and you scroll down a little bit, you'll see something called screen time. Screen time, while it sounds like you're controlling their screen, there's actually a lot of other settings here. So we want to go in there. And if you scroll down, once you're on that page, you'll see a bunch of um, settings here. If you scroll to the very bottom, there's a section for family and you'll see each of your kids' names there, the, the, the kid accounts that you set up. So if you click on any one of your children's names, 
it'll open up to another screen. You may have to go through the process of actually setting this up the first time and, it, and it's just a couple steps and it's really easy. I'm gonna assume that you've already got it set up. And you, what you wanna enter here is the content and privacy restrictions. And that's the little red icon. The first item at the top is iTunes and App Store purchases. So once you click on that, you maybe ask for your passcode. And uh, again, this is just security to stop your kids from getting in and actually changing these settings. But here, what you can control is whether or not you want to allow them to actually install apps. So if you if you wanted to lock down their, their iPads completely and not allow them to purchase any apps, you can do that here. If you wanted to stop them from deleting apps, let's say you've installed apps on their device and you've set it up, or if there's something there and you don't want them to delete it, you can also control that there. The other thing that you might find is very helpful, um, I have had a few friends who have told me that their kids ended up buying, you know, during the game, there's these in-app purchases that you can add on. It's very easy for a kid, even adults, to end up spending a lot of money on these apps. So if you feel that you need to, you can also control whether or not they have the ability to um, request in-app purchases. Now, I've got all of this stuff on for my kids. Again, they're at a certain age where I'm comfortable with that. And I've gone through setting some rules with them on what they are and are not allowed to do. And even though I have in-app purchases on, it's just like um, when the apps are are requested on their um, game. So there's a couple games where my kids have played and they wanted to um, get an, an in-app purchase for an upgrade on something. They go to request it. First, they've asked me, but even if they didn't, they'd go to request it and it would pop up on my screen and I'd get a notification saying, hey, your kid is asking to purchase this upgrade. Here's the cost. Do you want to approve it? Yes or no. So even if this is on, as long as you have that other setting on for uh, requesting purchases and being able to control that, then you still will be able to control whether or not they can purchase the add-ons. The other thing that you can adjust here is also some content restrictions. So the reason why I, I've adjusted only a couple things here uh, for my kids, but this is also very handy because you can adjust if they're listening to music um, in, in Apple, my kids don't, but if, if yours are, you can control whether or not they're able to see explicit um music or, or, or hear explicit music or see it in the store at least. Uh, same thing with movies and TV shows. You can adjust the age rating for your children. The only setting I did was I adjusted as they were growing up, I adjusted the age um, settings for apps that they could see. Um, and I still don't have it all the way up, but it, it's pretty high for my kids. But um, again, I'm controlling what they can download, so I'm comfortable with that. Um, another thing here for web content, you can limit adult websites. So if you want to restrict, you know, what they can search on Siri, um, sorry, what they can search on on Safari, even you know whether or not they can do web searches on Siri, um, if they can use explicit language. Uh, things like that. That's where you can control all of this stuff. So it's pretty powerful. There's a lot of settings here. And what I did with my kids was I kind of tested some things out and, and I had some fun with my older son and I, I actually started to to put on some time limitations for some apps and things. And I, I did it originally just to to test it out, but it was 
quite funny when he noticed that he had to turn off his phone at a certain time and things like that. So there are a lot, it's really a lot of control that you can have on your devices and it, and it gives you that flexibility to keep your kids safe um, from certain content and also ability to know what they're doing on their devices, what apps or games they can get. So I, I highly recommend you at least go through set up family sharing and look at these settings just so you know what's there and what's not there. Again, your kids may be too young at this point for this. It's important to at least see what you can control and understand what's there. If you decide one day you wanted to put these um, things into effect, then you have that flexibility. So that was an overview of how to lock down the app store specifically for iOS and iPadOS. Again, in future episodes, I'm probably going to cover some of these other settings in more detail. I did go into a little bit um, more here, but it was more related to um, the app store. There, there's still a lot more you can do on these devices and you might find it helpful. So if you have any questions, please feel free to send me an email, lowell at growingupwithtech.show. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for future episodes. We've got a lot more kids safety things and tech fun coming up and uh, might even have some interviews and product reviews as well. The other thing I'm going to do in case these instructions were kind of hard to follow on a podcast, I am going to make a PDF available that you can download just to have a little bit of a guide of uh, step-by-step instructions on how to set these things up. So you'll find that in the show notes for this podcast. So feel free to click on that and there will be a link where you can see and download a PDF of the step-by-step instructions. Again, if you have any questions, hit me up on any of the social accounts for the show, which you can also find in the, in the notes or by going to growingupwithtech.show. Again, my name is Lowell Brown, and I hope you enjoyed this episode, and stay tuned. See you soon.